So currently, in the middle of pandemic, Japan is actually paying people to travel. Sounds really crazy, right? Well, today I'm going to be talking about my experiences when I got paid from the Japanese government to go on vacation and some stuff that Japanese government is promoting for people to travel and what it's like for foreigners to actually work in Japan in the travel industry or actually visit when they come to Japan. Welcome back to another episode. This is your host, Abby, and today's topic is slightly different from you as an individual standing out to yourself when you're surrounded by a society or a culture that wants you to fit in. It's about Japan as an entire country who's doing something completely different from the rest of the world by giving money to citizens and foreign residents in Japan to travel during the pandemic season. So, today I'm going to be talking about three different topics. One is what exactly is the system, or what is it called, that Japan is allowing people to travel? The second thing is, I actually went on a vacation last weekend, so I want to share about where I went and what I experienced during the vacation. And lastly, what I noticed as a foreigner when I traveled for this trip. So, first is why Japan is paying people to travel and how's Japan doing this? So, the Japanese government. Started a campaign in early July of 2020 called the Go To Campaign. And as I mentioned earlier, it's not only for citizens of Japan, foreign residents are able to use this as well. And the reason why Japanese government has started this campaign is because during the pandemic, Japan has hit really hard with the tourism industry. Obviously, A lot of countries have had these issues as well, but recently for Japan, a lot of businesses are from the tourism industry. So, a lot of companies, a lot of mom and pop shops, like restaurants and hotels, are there because of this tourism. And There were many shops have been closing down. Japanese government has decided to give subsidy for residents in Japan to have people travel more domestically so they can help out these businesses so they don't get shut down. So it is giving local tourism a boost and get back the revenue from. Tourism in Japan. Japanese government is giving 35% of the subsidy, whether if it's air travel, hotels, or even rental cars. And not only you get these 30% off, you also get up to 15% of the voucher, which could be used for meals, gifts, or even leisure activities. So for me, As I mentioned, I traveled last weekend. My advice is to book these in like a travel agency or even online as like a set or a pack. 
so you get more of the subsidy and you get more vouchers. So for my travel, it was for two people. If anybody's curious, it is my husband. And we booked the air travel. We also booked three nights of hotel and we booked a rental car. This was all for 190,000 yen, which is around 1800 US dollars. With the 35% subsidy, it came down to around 125,000 yen. And not only we got that off, we also got 29,000 yen of vouchers, which we were able to use it for gifts, restaurants, and even for gas as well. So this was a pretty good deal. I highly recommend going with a website like Rakuten or even Expedia or Jalam to book everything in one package. So it's super easy. Next thing I wanted to talk about is where I went. I love to talk about this just a little bit, even though it's nothing to do with how to stand out. So I went to this place called Hokkaido, which is the northern part of Japan. Is it an island? I don't know if it's an island. It's a big land, north part of Japan. And even within Hokkaido Island, I also went to this northeast side called Shiretoko, which is super beautiful with World Heritage National Parks. We saw bears. We were very close to Russia, surprisingly. So there are some islands off the coast of Shiretoko Peninsula, which is the Kuril Islands. It was originally owned by Japanese, but after the World War II, it became part of the Russian islands. There is a lot of dispute between the Russians and the Japanese. So it was really interesting to see parts of Russia. Although for Japanese people, they still think it's their island. <laughs> Can't say anything because I'm neither Japanese nor Russians. Um, it is very beautiful if you like nature. Surprisingly, it was not snowing yet. It should be snowing soon. There's a lot of nature. We went hiking. Like I said, we saw bears. It was in the very nighttime. We went to a night safari. And it's a little, little bit too late, but we were able to see some fall leaves color changing, which was super nice. So I got my fall foliage for the year. That area... During the winter time, if you go around February to March, you're able to see the ice flows coming from the Sea of Ohoks. Hopefully I said that right. If you have a Russian, I'm sorry I butchered your pronunciation. But I would love to go there again next year if there's still a go-to campaign going on because I want to see the ice flows and they do have leisure activities where you can sign up for walking on these ice folks which is really really cool so that was my experience in Hokkaido which if you're non-Japanese and never visited Japan I highly recommend going there especially because if you like nature and you want to be surrounded by something different that is a place to go so Next thing, well, this is slightly related to why 
Japan is standing out compared to other cultures or other countries is what is traveling like in Japan and how it's different from the rest of the world, even during pandemic and how they're dealing with this. So I do want to talk about as a foreigner, what would you expect when you visit Japan? First thing is there are many different programs, so many different options that are only specific for foreign travelers that you can save a lot of money, which I'm quite jealous of. One thing is train traveling, whether it's local trains or even bullet trains. It's called the JR Railway Pass. You buy like a three-day worth of all you can ride for a really good cost. If you're living in Japan for a residence or even Japanese citizens, it's basically the ticket price for one bullet train. So it is highly recommended if you buy that JR Rail Pass. JR stands for Japan Railways, by the way. And another thing is, I think duty-free compared to other countries that I visited, they're widely available For example, if you go to like a drugstore or even appliances, because I know a lot of people that buy a rice cooker in Japan and then bring it back to the home country. They even made rice cookers so you're able to use it for your own country with this, the voltages different. Because Japan, the voltages is one of the lowest in the entire world. If you live in a country where the voltage is higher, then they have rice cookers specifically for that, which is really cool. And cosmetics, if you go to any drugstore or cosmetic stores, they will definitely have a counter just for duty-free. Because I know I'm a diehard fan using only Japanese cosmetics. I've have never used any other ones except for a Japanese brand like Shiseido. So that's something that I haven't really seen other countries. It's more available in Japan than other countries. English is getting better if you go to like a tourism spot. And I go to tourism spots such as Kyoto. I do see a lot of English menus available and the workers are willing to speak English as well. Although for me, it's kind of annoying because I speak Japanese. So I kind of get annoyed by it, even though I shouldn't. They are willing to speak English, which is nice for foreigners. So it's a little bit more accepting. I mean, it is still a little bit lacking behind, but they are trying to promote speaking English. Oh, and not only English, obviously Chinese is there, Koreans, because it's close to Japan. So there are a lot of foreigners coming from those countries. You will see four different languages usually, especially when you go to the bathroom, they have instructions on how to use a washlet. Usually it's in Japanese, English, traditional Chinese, simplified Chinese, and Korean. So that's kind of funny. What I've also noticed is you will see a lot of foreign workers at the restaurants and shops. And I do want to address this because when I went to Hokkaido last weekend, the hotel that I stayed at had few foreign workers and they spoke pretty good Japanese. They have pretty good manners. Although there are some parts that are that are a little bit different to what the Japanese 
people would do. I think they did a really good job. I was very shocked at how accommodating they were. They will listen to you, and it just like makes me realize that Japan is really, really reliant with travel industry、it's、in a good way. But it's a little bit sad because during the pandemic, because it is so reliant. You are losing a lot of money for these hotels and any shops, so I was a little bit hesitant at first traveling during the pandemic. Although Japan is slightly better with how many people are getting the cases per day, it's still a little bit scary because you are traveling by air. And not gonna lie, the flight that we got on. The seats were completely full, so I was a little bit shocked and I was a little bit anxious traveling. Even though I did my best to wipe everything down and we had masks on, Japan is already a mask culture before the pandemic, so no one complained about wearing a mask, which is a good thing. So people were not getting off the plane. But still, you are sitting next to someone that could have something. So I was a little bit scared about that. But hotels were so much better. Our rooms were not next to anybody. We also always had disinfecting wipes or this alcohol sanitizer, which is a little bit safe. And even during the meals, we were sitting far away from other guests. So never had to worry about running into anybody. So the goal to travel does help local support their own businesses within the country, which is really nice. Yeah, so it's slightly different from rest of the world when it's still a huge pandemic going on. I would like to hear more about how other people think about me traveling in. Japan during the pandemic, or if you guys have any experiences in your own countries, or if you're curious to what or how, please send me a message on my social media account. It's in the notes as always. Anyways, so this is kind of a short episode. Wanted to talk about my travel experiences and how Japan is. Able to do, give money or able to be different from the rest of the world. So hopefully you learned something as well today. As always, thank you so much for listening, and hope to see you next week. Bye.